This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cohn Franz. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. This morning we had tea, and as I was saying, that's part of the daily monastic schedule. Chosan. And at many temples, the tradition is that after we've kind of finished the business for the day, there's a reading of a text, usually one chapter at a time. So you'll just read a little bit. And then you might just, when you finish, go back and, and start again. So it might take you a month to go through it, and then you'll, you'll start again, and you'll start again. And in this way, the text permeates. It's like reading the sutra over and over again. It, it sets the tone of the day. But it also shows you something because you can see month by month how your understanding of something is, is changing. Every time you read those words, you see them a little bit differently and you see that you've applied them to something else. And there's this, this deepening, this evolving. At the temples where I trained, uh, we read a few texts, but the one that we read most often was called Zui Monki. And these are the recorded sayings of Dogen by his uh, first student, Ejo. It's an interesting story, or interesting for me, that when Dogen died, Ejo was responsible for cleaning up his belongings. And when he did, he found uh, that Dogen had recorded his own teacher's sayings, Tendo Nyojo, and they had a book of them that he had never shown anyone. And uh, Ejo must have smiled because, of course, by that time, Ejo also had been recording Dogen's sayings, but no one knew that he had been doing that. And so when Ejo died, they found that book. They met just a little bit after Dogen returned from his time in China. And it's an interesting meeting because Ejo was a little older than Dogen by a few years. And he was also a senior student in a different school and he was a very mature practitioner. He was, he was very stable and very respected. And so when they first met, there was some question in the air of who was senior, who was going to be the teacher and who was going to be the student, at least from the outside. And so for a few days, I think according to Ejo, really just a few days, they had this kind of meeting that, that you sometimes have with someone who's of a like mind, where they, they just kind of fell for each other. And they, they would have lunch and they would talk about the Dharma and it was so exciting and they were seeing that they were really on the same page about so many things. And it, it felt so kind of obvious as a fit, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, you know, this, this kind of level of conversation. And then according to Ejo, the conversation suddenly changed after maybe two or three days when Dogen started talking about Zazen. And Ejo realized, oh, I'm the student. This is not something I understand. 
And so they kept that dynamic and, and cultivated it for 20 years, during which time they were only apart for a total of 10 days. Ejo completely, not just became that student, but he became a shadow to his teacher. He became an extension of his teacher. So I want to read a little bit about, a little bit from Zvimonki. One day Dogen instructed, that's how they all start. An ancient has said, associating with a good person is like walking through mist and dew. Though you will not become drenched, gradually your robes become damp. This means that if you become familiar with a good person, you will become good yourself without being aware of it. In ancient times, a boy who attended Gute without noticing when he was learning or when he was practicing, realized the way because he had served as a personal attendant to the master who had been practicing for a long time. <clears throat> I like this image of the dew, of the mist. And of course, this is about proximity. Not just proximity, but about making yourself open to something. You don't have to decide, as he says very clearly, you don't have to decide, I'm going to be influenced. You just have to park yourself in the right place. You have to know what you want to support. So in many ways, this is about what we do and do not choose to spend time with. You can think of your parents, or think of your partner, or think of your best friend, and how they have shaped you. My wife Tracy and I have been together for about 15 years. and. I have taken on many, many of her tastes along the way. Foods that I did not like when we met, I now love. She has a love of animals that I just didn't when I was younger. I didn't dislike animals. I just didn't. I didn't melt when I saw them, but when she sees a cat or when she sees a squirrel or something, she sees them with, with eyes of love. And we would walk through parks together and I would see how she saw. And over time, I found myself seeing a squirrel or seeing a rabbit and getting all gooey about it and thinking, what happened? What have you done to me? But she never did this intentionally. She never took on the role of teacher. Even when she saw, when we first met, that I had the most limited palate of any human being she had ever met, she never said, 
okay, let's address this, I'm going to fix it. She just went about being her. And I went about being with her. And I started to kind of soak this up. And suddenly I found myself wanting to put ginger on everything. <laughs> I would be interested to hear her version of this talk, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that it's mostly gone one direction. I feel that I have changed so much through that relationship. And it's just by staying next to her. And just like walking in the mist and, and getting wet, my identity has become soaked with hers over time. In some ways that I can talk about, and in some ways that I'm sure I do not recognize at all. One of my teachers in Japan has a very distinctive way of speaking especially when he talks about the Dharma. He, he settles into this thing, which I will not imitate, but it's, his voice gets a little bit lower and he has a very particular rhythm and it becomes very emphatic and, and it's very distinctive. But I'm his interpreter. And when I spend time with him, and when I listen to his voice, I start adopting his patterns. I don't mean to. In fact, it doesn't help me. Because if you go to the convenience store and you talk like that, it sounds so strange. And doubly strange if you're me. <laughs> right? But I start to feel his rhythms. And, and people have joked about it when they hear us you know, drinking coffee and talking about things. Because he says things to me and I say things to him. And we're saying things in the same way. We're, we're absorbing each other. But I don't study him. And I don't write down his teachings. Instead, I just hear the same stories from him over and over and over. And while someone who is one or two steps removed might be listening and thinking, oh, he's telling this story again. When's he going to get a new one? I'm interpreting that story and finding over time that it's becoming mine. And then I go somewhere else and I, I'm telling that story. And it's not theft. And so in this way, I am, I am truly his student. And the reverse is also true, because I am the only one who is his interpreter, and I am the only one who serves him as an attendant. I'm the only one who places myself in that position. And so through his proximity to me, he becomes a different kind of teacher, and it's completely by accident. I've heard this described as being like cloth and dye. After you dye the cloth, how do you separate it from the color? They weren't together in the beginning. 
It's irreversible. Dogen writes, or the Ejo writes of Dogen at the end. Similarly, if you practice Zazen for a long time, you will suddenly clarify the great matter and will know that Zazen is the true gate to the Buddha Dharma. So now we're no longer talking about people, we're talking about practice. When you sit in this posture, and when you breathe in this way, you're taking up proximity to the practice, but you're also taking a seat next to everyone else who has done that. From the Buddha until now, you enter the company of this group of people. You become intimate with them. When you undertake this practice, you take proximity to the practice. You become a student of the practice. And eventually you become inseparable from the practice. Zazen stops being this thing that's over there. It's a completely normal expression of yours, just like your voice. When I talk, I sound like this, and when I sit, I sit like this. And when you sit with each other, you breathe each other's air. And you become the air that everyone else is breathing. And so there is no one here who can practice alone. There is no one here whose practice has not already been permeated by the practice of everyone else. If you want to become a student of popular culture, you don't need to study the culture. Right? You just need to watch TV and let it wash over you. And eventually, if you do that in a receptive enough way, if you immerse yourself fully enough, your tastes will change. And your desires will change. And your loyalties will change. Because your mind will reside there in those details. It will be the space you inhabit. Exactly in the same way, if you want to become a student of the Buddha, you don't need to study Buddhism. First you just sit. You watch your breath and you soak in this moment. You immerse yourself in that, and over time, your tastes will change. And your desires will reveal themselves. 
and your loyalties will dissolve to make room for something that's bigger. And your mind will reside here. In the vast completeness of right now. If this practice feels separate from you in any way, and over the course of this morning, maybe at times it felt closer and further away. If this practice feels separate from you, then step closer to it. Let every step be that step until you're so close that you can't see it at all that you can't even see yourself until you're soaked through. Thank you. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.